that gets me fired up all over again to go through a drive through Slee. And he's Chick-fil-A, there's Star. There's so many different options that you can start your day with. There's really no bad answer to that question. Hey, what's the uh, what's the deal here? Are you gonna top off the rest of your tank there? What what's the <laughs> I, I don't like coming into an Uber unless <laughs> things are kind of feeling right. Uh, I you like had, to think of it as my car. I like to think of it as my car with my own private driver, and I get to call the shots. I mean, actually, I'm I'm paying for it, so why shouldn't I get to be the one to make the decisions? Hey, I got a dresser that I want to drop off. Uh, I just want to drop it off for uh, uh, to a local donation place. Can we throw it in the back of your car? <laughs> hook up a trailer, swing through the Salvation Army, and drop things off. I've got a couple of things I want to get dropped like off it. here as I See, run my errands. You're getting the idea. So here's the most important question. How, how are you doing, Slee? You didn't have anything to do last night. You just you, you didn't have Lakers talk. Yeah. You didn't have to uh, do a post game. You didn't no. have to do a pregame. You were just kind of Slee hanging out. What, are you feeling good? Are you a little off? What did you do with your day? It's fantastic. Are you kidding me? Like it, It's getting, getting accustomed to having your evenings is going to be a fantastic – and by the way, this is going to be like – this is not – you know, when you get one or two of those in a week, you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. you got to value the hell out of it. I get six in a row of these. Six in a row of these. So I get to kind of, you know, to kick back. I, I did actually have to go. I like how I say I had to go, right? Uh, my <laughs> girlfriend, my my, uh, my girlfriend's parents, I kind of owed them to go grab some dinner. Oh, that's a had-to-go situation. You, it's can, a had you to said go. it right. Yeah, yeah. and well, here, here's what – they wanted to do it on Friday. Friday was a day like uh, all these – we had just got like our first breath of fresh air. The season just ended. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm not going anywhere on Friday night, okay? So that means now I gotta, I have an O one, right? I O one, oh yeah, uh, that I had to do one of those. So I'm like, let me, let me squeeze one of these in on a Tuesday, get this done. So I got it done, got Where'd it done. Where'd you go? Uh, there's a place in Sierra Madre, a place Ooh. called Lemon Zest. Okay. You ever heard of that? Middle I have I used to live in Sierra Madres, but I don't know that place. By the way, how great is Sierra Madre? Kind of it's very great. underrated. Very yeah, underrated in L.A. Uh, so went out there, good Middle Eastern place, just ate some fantastic food, came back and watched my Utah Jazz take care of uh, take care of business. <laughs> yeah, your, your Utah Jazz, hashtag Jazz Nation, hashtag Go Jazz, hashtag Donovan Mitchell is I have, my favorite player. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I, I have an Osterdag. Oster tag jersey coming in here in about a week or so. So that, that's who I'm going to wear. Did you see Carl Malone last night? I haven't seen Carl yeah. Malone in a million years, and he was in the crowd. By the way, no one looked less impressed with what was going on on the court than Carl Malone. Malone. It looked like he was yeah. about to fall asleep. Thanks, mailman. Thanks for getting fired. Mitchell is absolutely cooking everybody, and uh-huh. the mailman is just like, what is, I thought- this? is this almost over? I'm very disappointed Carl Malone did not have one of the shirts that you were talking about. I'm very disappointed <laughs> he wasn't rallying with everybody else in Utah. He was wearing a yeah. jersey. He was, was he wearing, wearing a jersey? He was yeah, wearing no, a jersey. I don't know whose jersey, jersey, but he, he was wearing he a jersey. Been, wearing the t-shirt. Could have been we'll Oster Tag. Could have been, could have been Oster Tag. It, by the way, he should have had his own jersey on. I couldn't tell, but I don't think it was his own jersey because I saw the number at one point and it wasn't his. But uh, anyway, we'll get to the t-shirt thing. Carl Malone and I have never really been on the same page in anything except for we both appear to be guys that refuse to wear the jersey. Now, the Jazz looked good. Donovan yeah. Mitchell was really good in the second mm-hmm. half. And I shouldn't even say really good. He was fantastic. He took over that game and was the best player on the court for the final Trav, Trav he was. He was, give me the damn ball. Yeah. Get the hell out of the way. Who's this in front of me? Is this Kawhi? Sounds good. Who's this in front of me? Is this PG? Is It, it did not matter. The dude, as young as he is, um, doesn't – I guess you could say, look at the Clippers for a quick second. I know Kawhi has that in him. PG doesn't. 
uh, it was pretty amazing to watch one player that young do, do what he was doing. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all the guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. And here, here's the best way to put what Donovan Mitchell was last night. You ready? Donovan Mitchell was the anti-Paul George. Donovan Mitchell was the exact opposite of Paul George, which, which is this. Hey, this is important. This is getting away from us. I'll fix it. Get the hell out of my way. And he went off. He and you could t- from the opening possession of the second half, he was a different. Took player. over the game. He took a, knocks down a three, gets yep. to the rim and finishes. Knocks down another three to the point where Ty Lue has to call a quick timeout to try and stop the bleeding. And while that's going on, while he's cooking, Paul George is doing what he does. He was absolutely dreadful last night. It was this tenth time in his career in a playoff game. Ten playoff games. Here's the difference. Uh, where he let, let shot me... under 25%. Lee, that's that's not a bad night. That is a terrible night. That is a night where you just cannot count on the guy at all, and it's the tenth time he's done it in the postseason. I, I want to say this about PG because the dude obviously gets uh, demolished, and he doesn't get demolished just here in L.A. Uh, we've talked about it. Playoff P gives himself a nickname, what he's done since the Indiana Pacers days. Um, I don't. I don't take pride in watching a dude collapse the way he collapses in many of these playoff games. I don't. Like, I almost feel bad, in a sense, from him for him individually. But this is the difference between Paul George and Donovan Mitchell. I think what, what's hurt Paul George in his career since he left Indiana, he's become kind of the second option, right? He It's not all on his shoulders. When he was in Indiana, things were on his shoulders. He's got to make it happen. Donovan Mitchell... There is no choice. If Donovan Mitchell doesn't do what he does yesterday for the Jazz, Jazz are down 0-1 in that series. Conley didn't play in that game because of a hamstring injury. I almost feel like Paul George, he has this mentality when he's on the court. No, everything's okay. It's all right. You know, I'm having a bad night. It's okay. He doesn't have this, I'm not walking off this court unless we get the win and I, I don't know, I, I usually don't see that with any of these Clipper players. I know Kawhi will have some occasional games here and there, but because Kawhi is there, I feel like he feels, well, it's okay. When Westbrook was there in Oklahoma City, oh, well, it's okay. It's not on my back. What happened to this guy? This used to be one of the guys that says, I'm not walking off the floor. When he had that series against the Miami Heat back in the days against LeBron James, he had, there are times where you're like, this dude is the baddest man on the on you know, in the gym or whatever the case is, what happened to that player? How did his confidence go to from from that level to the level that it is today? I know the answer to that, and it's simple. It's expectations. It's as simple as that, and here's what I mean. When you're on the Indiana Pacers going up against LeBron James, nobody expects you to win. And if you lose, there's no they're, – they're, they're, yeah, you're supposed to lose. You LeBron's still won. on the other team. Right, you still won. Right, mm-hmm. right. That, oh, g- giving it a good go against LeBron is a win. You don't have to beat him. So there's there's no expectations. Going into that, there's no, hey, dude, are you ever going to show up when it matters? Now, when you go to play with Russell Westbrook, the MVP of the league, there is a, hey, you need to help him beat somebody. When you go to the Clippers and the Clippers mortgage their future for you and you are going to be the second best player on a championship caliber you team. got to deliver. Got to deliver. expectations are through the roof. So it starts to become this thing of now I can't just – if whatever I do well is looked at as gravy as opposed to if you do bad, you're a chump. And that's where he is right now. And this, like you said, you know, you feel a little – I don't feel bad for him at all for one simple reason. The second he called himself playoff P, you, you bought – everything that's coming after that you buy 
everything that's coming after. Hey, I'm put. Why are you playoff P? Because you had a good series one time. Really? That's that you're, you're playoff P because of that. So everything that comes after that, I think. And the other thing you said too, that I think is really important sleep. There are times to have a sense of urgency. Not panic, not freaking out, not running around like you're totally That's out of control. That's a good way to put it. Sense of urgency is the right way to put it. it, it he never has a sense of urgency. It's this, like, oh, we're cool, man. I'll, I'll get it again the next time. You know, I had a bad game before. I'll bounce back and do it the other time. That Everything isn't okay. You need to, you need to push harder, and you can see it at the end of the game. He hits a three. He finally knocks down a big shot. It's a six-point Utah lead. He knocks down a big shot, three-point lead. Right, They get the ball. They get a stop. They get the ball back. They're coming the other way with the chance to tie the game. He gets a really good look, immediately moves it to Kawhi. Okay, what Ka- okay wait, Kawhi. wait, wait. Real, let's stay with that. What Kawhi do with the ball? He moved it to Marcus Moore. Okay, what are you doing if you're Kawhi? We just have to treat Kawhi differently. I, I, I'm sorry. He just, he just has to be treated I, differently. No, we do not. We do not have to treat guy. him differently. We, we do not have to treat him differently, and we can't treat him differently because a lot of the conversations people have, and this is going to be one of the runs. You talked about this yesterday about Kawhi. Kawhi's got a chance this year to do something that he was trying to do last year that LeBron ended up doing, which is win three NBA titles with three different franchises, three finals MVPs. Um, I, I don't think we could treat Kawhi differently. I, all I saw in that Here's final possession. Kawhi's different. Number one, but, but Trav, let me just finish this. The, the, the last, that final possession, which there's can be a lot of chatter about that final possession, PG didn't want it. Kawhi didn't want it. That's what I saw in that final possession. I, I saw that Paul George did. Kawhi Leonard's taken that shot a million times and made that shot. Kawhi Leonard. Why are you passing taken, it to Marcus Morris then? Because he, look, I don't know how to say this without sounding terrible. Kawhi's a little different. Kawhi's seeing things differently. Ka- Kawhi is not. Kawhi is at one speed all the time. Ka- Kawhi is going to do what Kawhi's going to do, and trying to crawl into his head is an impossible task. But what I do know is that Kawhi Leonard has taken that shot and made that shot mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Much like LeBron would get some criticism early in his career for making quote the right basketball play and passing it to the other guy. Michael Jordan passes it to Kerr. Michael Jordan passes it to John Paxson. Those guys made the shot. I'm not saying that Kawhi made the right decision, but I'm saying that he he gets the benefit of the doubt where Paul George does You're not. You're saying PG did not want anything to do with it. Kawhi got it, thought he was making the right play, game over. I'm going to I'll make this I'm going to change sports here a little bit. Kawhi Leonard is one guy. Here's the guy that Paul George is. Mm-hmm. Paul George is the guy with the winning run at third base and two outs, and he's on deck. And he wants that guy ahead of him to either win the game or lose. He doesn't even want to get in the batter's box. He would rather not go up there with a chance to win the game because he could have a chance to be the final out of the game. Kobe Bryant's taking the swing. Kobe Bryant's taking the shot. Jordan, yeah, all these guys. Steph different. Curry is letting that ball go. By the way, but don't even the go. Well, but, but Trav, don't even go to those types of players. What you should be going to is that Batman to Robin. Or, I'm sorry, that Robin to. He's to, Alfred. He's not Robin. He's, but, but, he's, he's but, in the but here's, cave here's, in the here's suit a point. doing nothing. Here, but here's the point I'm making. The point I'm making is give me second best players on teams that if you really want to say there's two superstars on a team, right? Anthony Davis takes that shot against the Denver Nuggets when the game is on the line and is okay with the results, right? So I'm just going to give another example. Klay Thompson 
takes those shots. And I'm talking about the second best player. I'm not talking about the best player because when you say Michael and Kobe and these guys, we're talking about a class that PG can't be in that conversation with. But PG can be in a class of a conversation. Scottie Pippen is not afraid of the moment. Why is PG, it, it, it seems like, and it's such, this is the fascinating thing to me on Paul George. That's not the player he was. It's the player that he's tr- that he's turned into. I think he always was that. It's the lights. The lights are so much brighter when you have expectations. Lights were big against the Miami Heat. They were, but the expectations weren't there. But there, there are no expectations. They, mm-hmm. they, I'm trying to think of a good enough. For instance, if you and I are yep. doing this show in, I don't know, you know, Dubuque, Iowa, sure, right, and we show up and like, hey, you know, those guys aren't too bad. Those guys do a pretty good show. It's like, whatever. But if they say to me, hey, we're going to put you on in Los Angeles. Yep. We're going to put you on in the middle of the morning in Los Angeles. There is no, hey, you know, let's see if these guys can figure it out. They were pretty good in Dubuque. It's do it or not. Either do a good show or don't. I don't why are you care yelling at me? I know, but why are you yelling spot. at me? Are you telling me that I'm not coming through? <laughs> what's what's happening here? No, it's, I, I can't tell you how much it bothers me, Slee. Yeah. When guys think they're one thing and Tell people they're one thing, mm-hmm. and then go and perform like another. Either be a small-timer, which Indianapolis is, or be a big-timer and let other people tell you you're a big-timer. Or call yourself a big-timer and go be a big-timer. When I, when, I when I look at rankings where they try to put you know, top 20 players in the NBA, okay, and PG's always in these rankings. I'm just telling you, they're all, he's always in these rankings. And then I look at who the Lakers just faced in that first round, right? Devin Booker was cold-blooded. Oh. Give me the ball. Get the hell out of the way. I'm going to carry this team on my back. By the way, because Anthony Davis isn't playing, so I know we got a chance to win the series, Donovan Mitchell put on there. Look at some other players in the NBA um, that you don't feel like are afraid of the moment, right? I, I don't know how you can put Paul George in any of these conversations just because uh, when push comes to shove and you need something big from PG, he's not the player that you can rely on or you can go to. Because he put himself in. That's what no, no one was putting him in there until he put himself in it. No, PG was – listen, when, when Paul George came to the Clippers, I mean, I, I was like a lot of other people, heads turning like, damn, that is a tremendous combination that the Clippers just put together. Eh. I'll tell you when their moment was that you knew he wasn't one of those guys. I will tell you the exact moment okay. that you knew Paul George. Would- Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet that doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's not that guy. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Trav, did you get the uh, rundown from uh, Raj for the pregame show to Kellerman? Did you get everything? <laughs> I, I'm still waiting. I haven't okay. seen it yet. I yeah, because we got to break but, uh... down what he's going to eventually break down. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I do have a bit of a, um, a housekeeping issue that I need to get to. Okay. And I've only, I think I've only done this once before on yep. our show, but mm-hmm. uh, today's going to make number two. The Ask Sleeves need to be better. So send them. 
So make them good, make them funny, make them interesting, make them creative. Hashtag them, ask Slee, send them to me at Travis Rogers, send them to Slee at Alan Sliwa because we've got, what, we've got about 20 minutes until we get into that, Slee, and I need I need more than what I've got right now. Travis is very, um, he's very, he's kind of on edge this morning. Um, <laughs> kind of get out of his way. If he asks for something, just do it. I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, yeah, I'm staying, keeping my distance from Trav this morning. That's good. All right, it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Here's the moment you knew Paul George wasn't a dude. Okay. And it goes back a few years ago. And it was the moment where I think every Laker fan was upset, but ultimately in retrospect, we went, whew, when Paul George did that whole series, right, about where am I going, where am I going, am I going to stay in Oklahoma City, am I going to explore free agency, am I going to become a Laker, this, that, and the next thing. Who chooses to stay in Oklahoma City rather than go join the Los Angeles Lakers? Who makes that decision? And the answer is someone that doesn't want that smoke. Someone that doesn't want the eyeballs, the lights, the heat, and the blame when things go bad. Because when you put on a Laker uniform, it is a different animal than wearing any other uniform in the NBA. If you can't do it here, you're going to hear about it. If I'm you gonna... have a bad game. LeBron James, Lee, mm-hmm. is one of the greatest players of all time, and people are still like, yeah, you know, you need to show me a little bit more. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So so that Paul George – I'm not saying Paul George is a dummy. I think it's the opposite. I think he's a pretty shrewd guy, a pretty smart guy. Realize, you know what? I ain't built like that. I don't need that. I don't need to be in that building with that uniform on with that heat. I'm just going to stay right here. And then when the opportunity to come to L.A., it was B team, B guy. Right, so a double step down. That was the moment you said, "Oh, oh, okay, I get it. He's that guy. He doesn't want that." Well, I, I'm I'm going to come to his defense for a quick second because I think that you don't have to do it the way other people have done it. All right, I I don't think I get it. Right, and I'm I'm as big of a Laker fan as you're going to find. And there's certain, it's going to take a certain player to want to play for the Lakers, want to play for the Yankees, want to play for the Cowboys. There's certain franchises where. They're freaking relentless, Trav. I mean, you're going to get – we'll use our show or our station as an example. AD has one bad game, and we wouldn't get off his you-know-what for right. 48 hours. That mm-hmm. just comes with the territory. Sure. But you don't have to do it the way other people are doing it. But this is what it's going to come down to. If you're Paul George, you want to do it your way. you got to come through. So if you're if you're gonna go if you're gonna if you're gonna do your game plan if you're gonna I don't want to go play for that franchise I don't need to go play for that franchise that's fine but in the biggest moments you still got to deliver for wherever you are that's what's hurting Paul George what's hurting Paul George is not and I think it's a very actually this is a very good point where you say he doesn't want it he didn't want to come to the Los Angeles Lakers there's a lot that comes with the Lakers he wanted to go to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he felt like that was the right move. He wanted to go to the uh, Los Angeles Clippers because he felt that was the right move. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Trav, what you got to do is you have to deliver. And I want to just clear up one more point: they didn't lose yesterday just because of Paul George. There was a lot of collapsing going on with the Clippers yesterday in that second half. But the dude shot, I think, four of seventeen from the field. 
you, you're not going to get much it's, done when, when it's PG not plus all Paul George's fault, but it's also mostly Paul George's fault. When you are under 25% for the 10th time in your playoff career, that's you. That That's not a bad game. That's not a they bad game. They, they were also up 13 points at halftime. There was no yeah. Mike Conley. I mean, there were no. a lot of a lot of things had to go wrong for the Clippers to, to lose that game. Yeah, and to your point, I, I get that there are different paths for different guys, but I don't think this was I, I choose Oklahoma City and I choose the Clippers. I think it was a, I don't want to go to L.A. and play for the Lakers. I think I think it was a I don't want that. So look, there's nothing wrong with that. I want it. Hey, I, I will tell you, I wanted PG to come to the Lakers. I definitely did. did. I was I was I was a big fan of him coming over. We all did, but the second he didn't, it was like, oh, good. If if that's how you feel about this, good do you riddance. think? Do you think he needed if he could go back and do it all over again? Forget the franchise for a second. But do you think if he was playing with a guy like LeBron, it would be different? Just kind of the leader. Kawhi is not going to lead you, okay? So Kawhi is not going to be that vocal, I'm the guy, I'm helping you, arm around the shoulder. That's what LeBron James is. What LeBron has helped with Anthony Davis, not take AD 100 times over you know Paul George because of his skill set, everything he does, I, we don't have to have that argument. But do you think there was something about LeBron that could have benefited PG that maybe he looked over? Right, just kind of think about that. What LeBron can do for some of these other players? I, I want to get some of these phone calls here. We're going to get to them in ten seconds. I just here, here's the thing. I would maybe argue it's the that coming to play with Kawhi is a much better because Kawhi's not going to challenge him. Kawhi's just going to come in play ball. But that's not right. But that's not thing. good for his career. It's not good for his career, but it's good for his psyche. It's good for his. I look if LeBron, if LeBron got ten performances under twenty five percent, LeBron's going to let you know. And whether it's directly or through the media or something, he's gonna he's gonna make it very clear. I ain't getting what I need from this guy. He, you've, we've seen it with Anthony Davis. Sure, he always comes at Anthony Davis. Now it's it's constructive. It's not brutal, but it's hey, look, if we're gonna go where we need to go, and you know, AD needs to be better. AD needs to but be he, AD. But he's also got his back. He's also in front of the media, always saying, and you know, you know why? You'll, you'll never hear him say something like, "Yeah, that one's on. no, no, no." He'll say, yeah. "I actually, I remember one time. Um, this was." Maybe it was over a year ago. I think I had had something. I had asked something about Anthony Davis to LeBron, and his response was like, "I'm not worried about AD." Basically, right. shutting down the question, like we're good on that on that topic. And then I decided, all right, that's that's enough. <laughs> I, guess, with I guess we're done with AD that topic. with LeBron. Yeah, I just. You also know that AD is going to turn around and show up the next time. That's the that's a huge difference too. Hundred percent right. Every time Anthony Davis lays an egg, hundred percent right. It doesn't right. happen a ton, but it happens occasionally. Mm-hmm. The next game is home monster game, rock right. solid, mm-hmm. just rock solid with Paul George. Not so much. All right, let's try our first phone call of the day. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Let's start in San Pedro with Timmy. Timmy, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Travis. I got. It, I know it's easy to pile on PG right now about how bad his game was, but ultimately. Ty Lu didn't call a timeout and ended the game to set up a play to get a better shot. And yes. he and Timmy he defended that, trying to you know make his case of some of the reasons that he didn't want to. And and by the way, it didn't come down to that last. They did, they would have got extremely lucky if they got you know let's say they tied the game or they were even to be in that final possession where Utah was up ten with just a couple minutes left. Timmy, you're right. It's not all on Paul George, but. The dude is not helping himself in a lot of these key playoff games. So the conversation kind of turns back over to Paul George because of that. Here And here's the thing. Ty Lue didn't call a timeout. They had one left, and that's a fair criticism, right, to say, should you – okay, fine. Yep. But there's also two schools of thought. 
then if you call timeout, you give Utah a chance to set their feet. Okay, let's get our defense set. Right. Exactly right. That sometimes Let, let's a, a foul coaches, and not give up a three. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches in that transition will say, our best shot is going to come in this transition where there's chaos, where there's all sorts of things going on. The flip side of that is if you're the team with the ball in that situation and Paul George is your guy, eh, you know, because, well, look, if you in, in a perfect world, who do you want taking that shot? Kawhi Leonard, right? But PG is not your guy. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But Paul George was the one guy that hit the shot before. He'd kind of sort of a little bit heated up. It, it's not all Paul George's fault, but when this is the 10th time we're having this conversation and we're calling him side of the backboard P and we saw him disappear in all of these things last year in the bubble, it's a fair criticism when all of a sudden, again, like you mentioned, Slee, they had a 13-point lead at the half. Yep. And it got erased in the in the blink of an eye. And Mike Conley's not playing in the game. I mean, that, that's the thing that I, I kind of walk away with more than anything else. I didn't think when I saw Mike Conley's not going. We actually we, we saw we read the tweet during uh, I think the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mike freaking a, are you kidding me? Clippers are going to get this pat. They get this opportunity. There's no Mike Conley, and I'm not telling you Mike Conley is uh, you know Isaiah Thomas or Magic yeah. Johnson, but he's critical to that team. So. Yeah. Clippers not only blow a 13-point lead, they blow an opportunity to go up one nothing, And, uh, you know, obviously now this makes this a lot more interesting of a series. Uh, let's try another one. Let's go to Lake Balboa and Solomon. Solomon, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? I'm good, guys. You know, see, here's the thing with the Clippers. Um, yeah, first of all, uh, PG, I, there's not enough dog in him, man. Kawhi's quiet, but there's dog in him, and you know it. And you know he's coming through when you need him in most cases. PG's got that rep that, man, you just can't depend on him. Not good. Uh, regarding the Clippers, here's the challenge. He, they got out of the first round. I mean, yeah, it was a nice turnaround. But if they turn this around against uh, Utah, now that's something to take note of. They just they can't get out of the second round. So let's see how they respond after this first game. Appreciate you calling in, Solomon. Appreciate you calling in. By the way, uh, the the – you said something earlier, the sense of urgency, and mm-hmm. then, you know Paul George. He just described him as there's no dog. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. Sometimes I'm watching like there, there's certain games where you see Anthony Davis take over or LeBron take over, uh, and Kawhi obviously was doing that against some of this stuff with the Dallas Mavericks. But it's tough for me to look at PG and say, oh well, that's the you know the two headed monster. It's like no. I don't think that exists with the uh, the Clippers. I think it's Kawhi Leonard and then a bunch of players that have a lot of talent, including Paul George. You know, part of it, too, Slee, is I think it's not just that he missed a bunch of shots, which he did. It's the misses themselves. These are How not he balls misses. That, that are yeah. winning out. These are not mm-hmm. balls that are hitting the rim softly. These are not just, you know, guys being really tough on defense and making very difficult contested shots. There's a lot of these that were pretty good looks that are coming in hot, and he doesn't look confident from the layup line. I mean, mm-hmm. it just it's it's really odd to see a guy that clearly is a good NBA player, right? That no no one's here saying that Paul George isn't a good player. It's where does that good player go when we get in games like this? That's the mm-hmm. question, and it's not just bad games. Like we've said this a million times, Anthony Davis has had bad games in the playoffs. But they're rarely stacked up against each other. They rarely come in bunches. They rarely – we're not talking about Anthony Davis having a 10th game under 25%. We're having, hey, Anthony Davis was lousy in game two. What the hell was that all about? But you know that game three is going to be just outstanding. That's the difference. Okay, how are we doing this as far as um, – so we got our show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then, Funch, what time's tip-off for Clippers and uh, Utah tomorrow? I think it's a 7 Probably o'clock. Probably 7 o'clock. Probably 7. 7 o'clock. So are we – which airport are we flying out of to get to Salt Lake? <laughs> Well, that's an important question because I because I know you want to be a part of something 
that is only <laughs> happening right now in Utah. I'm all well, in. Funches is all in. And now we're just trying to work on, on getting you in with us. You're going to be waiting a long time to get me in on this. We'll tell you what this is next. It is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive, and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline, Slee. Um, so I texted you last night. And, yep, you, know, and you said, hey, I just booked my flight to Salt Lake City <laughs> Thursday morning, right after the show. We're heading out there. We're actually doing a uh, pregame show. Travis and I are doing the Jazz Clippers pregame show. <laughs> yeah, well, good, good luck. I I, uh, I will not be doing that. I'm not going to Utah. Um, here, here, Here's one of the reasons why. Yeah. One of. They're a let's all wear the same T-shirt sort of crowd. I mean, it's – you turn it on. Yeah. Here you're live from the what the Vivint Home Smart Arena or whatever it is in Utah, mm-hmm. and uh, you look at it. And I do like the jazz kind of color schemes that that red rock and sunset. I, it's kind 100%. of cool. Look. Very different. Yeah. Very different. And very I very like unique. It. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then you see the crowd. One section's purple. One section's yellow. One mm-hmm. section's orange. Then a purple. Then a yellow. Then this an orange. is. I and, mean, uh, almost like formation. And everybody's doing it. Yep. And I, I, I just I couldn't get to my phone fast enough to text you like, is there anything that says we are a small town more than Can synchronized I, T-shirt wearing at a sporting event? I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. I swear on my life, Trav, okay? <laughs> there was a point during the game that I told my girlfriend who has no idea what's going on. She has no idea, all right? Uh, she's sitting there. I'm like, how cool is that? I'm like, look at the look at the way, look at the look at the way That's they the lamest wear thing you've ever said. the shirts. Like section 104, Everybody all orange. Okay, <laughs> section blah blah blah. I like it. Why don't you like it? Because okay, it's wait, okay. Small how about this? I, no, no, no. It's not small town. It because is. have you no, ever no. seen it at a Knicks game? Have you ever seen it at a Lakers game? Of okay, don't not. wait. Don't don't tell me about small town and then bring up Knicks who were celebrating Look. after get after one <laughs> that, win, one that, playoff game, like they were in Idaho. Okay, I, I don't want to hear the Knicks. That I don't want to hear the Knicks. Look for the Knicks, but they look this this whole let's all do it together. There's nothing that is, is Miami a small town? No. But it's a bad look. It's do you know own. how they do? You know how they do like the whiteout. They, they do remember the whiteout. where they used to do yeah. that. A lot of a lot of football <laughs> stadiums will go with the whiteout or the blackout or whatever it is. It's just I want to be the guy in the middle of the hundred percent. You would have wore a, a green shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, you would have wore a green <laughs> shirt sitting there with a, a look on your face like you're upset. You're mad at other people who are having a good time. I, I could see that. No question. I, well, about f- it. first of all, that is you're 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 oddly close to something right there. Yeah. Why don't you guys like just wh- sit down? Why don't you guys? Would you guys no. just sit down? What is this? I don't like watching other people have fun. It bothers me. <laughs> I like I this like to be the only guy. one having fun. This I, I want to have fun, but I don't want anybody around me to be. I, I just want to be the only one having fun. So that's oddly accurate on your part. Have the you ever part- gone? Wait, wait, real quick. Have you ever gone to? 
Have you ever gone to like a, a, a big Lakers game, but it's on the road? No. Or a big Dodger game and it's on the road? I have done that, yeah. Because I could see you thriving in that environment where you're <laughs> no, the only one wearing, okay, a Dodger jersey in Frisco. Well, that wouldn't be the case, but you're only you're, you're one of a few, and you're just enjoying the moment that the entire stadium is in complete disarray. Well, for well, I would like that part. I would like the part where the entire stadium is in disarray. But I'm a pretty quiet sports. I don't. But see, here here here's what I'm getting at. Let's say we go to – this would never happen because the Dodgers are not a small-time operation. But -hmm. let's say you go to Dodger Stadium, and your section, they say, hey, everybody tonight, we want you to put on a Dodger blue T-shirt. And then a section, they're going to go white here, blue, white, blue, white. We're going to do the whole checkerboard thing in the stands. Are you taking a you, – you, let's just say you wore your Dodger blue shirt and you're in the white section. Are you putting on the white T-shirt? Uh, I'll actually give you a great example. Lakers have had many uh, many a nights where they have, you know, they'll give away some of those sure. shirts or whatever. I know I'm in the media, but you could still wear the shirts. I don't wear them. I, I, I personally do not wear them. But Stuff if I'm a bag like a true radio Have guy, you took it home? It home. <laughs> yeah, I take it home well, every I, time, of course. Do you wear it when you take it home? Yeah, yes. Take it home. Actually, no, I don't because they're all four four sizes too big. Yeah, they fit perfect, by the way. Jab's <laughs> <laughs> like, do you guys have a bigger size? Is there anything bigger you guys have you guys in the back? You guys got any quads? You guys, uh, you know, I know that you, these are all, these are doubles and triples, but you got a quad lying I around? started doing push-ups about a week ago, so just yeah, let me know if you guys it. got something. If you guys got yeah. something. No. But the, but if I'm, if I'm a fan, okay, so let's say I go and I'm just enjoying a Laker game and there's no media, no any of that stuff, and the vibe is good and the electricity is good, I'll freaking throw on a shirt. Let's get going here. Let's get the, the fans wave, into it. The shirt, the the sing-alongs. All <laughs> the, wave, these... <laughs> the wave, I don't get up. So the, it's a very lazy way. It's like, I got you. I got you. Man, but I'm not moving. I, I, so we were at the Dodger game a couple of weeks ago, right? And the wave starts going around. And my three kids and my wife are like, yay! And I'm sitting there. And, the, and, and why, Dad, why aren't you doing the wave? Because it's stupid. That's why. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, I just you know, I'm just really not into the. So wave. you didn't think any of that moment yesterday, where Utah is you know Salt Lake City and that vivant whatever the heck that arena's called, the energy was just ridiculous. No, 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 you know, no, no. that's different. Clarkson. Clarkson hits that second three. Remember they went up uh-huh. six. They were down the entire game. I think Donovan hit a three, and then next possession Clarkson hits a three, and then Tyloo calls timeout, and the place just erupts. That doesn't get you. No, the, the, the volume, I'm 100% there for. I will scream and yell, and when things are going great, my team's hitting shots or scoring runs or whatever it is, I am screaming and yelling and having I don't see you as time. a screaming and yelling guy. Oh, yeah. I see you as, yeah. No, 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 no. Like, for instance, in that, if all of a sudden the, the Lakers are down 13 at the half, right? And sure. they come out, and all of a sudden they get going, they get going, they're starting making shots. LeBron is the best player, 80s hitting shots, and all of a sudden, let's say KCP hits the three. Like, he's the Clarkson in this situation yeah. to yeah. tie the game. I'm coming out of my seat, I'm yelling, I'm having a good time, but my t shirt it's different than everybody else's. I can see you. <laughs> I'm not sitting there I, I can in the see yellow you, T-shirt. <laughs> I can see you when KCP hits that three. Say, act like you've been there before. All right. <laughs> no, look at no, all no, those. No, no. Look at all those no, no, banners no. up there. I, I am enthusiastic, but don't I cheer not, for this. I'm not a group participant. They, yeah. they, just the, the the bottom line is, hey, um, we're all going to go there, and we thought it'd all be really cool to wear Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Would you guys yeah, be I, face paint guy? No, never. No, that's too that's much just, effort. That's, that's too much that's, effort. Well, that, exactly. But that's no, a lot, that's a lot of work there. A synchronized group activity is a hard pass from Travis Rogers. Just a hard pass. No. Okay, let's say we're at a Lakers game and we're there with 
let's see, L A K E R S. We have eight friends. Okay, <laughs> we have eight friends with us. Okay, it's me, you, and six other dudes. All right, uh-huh. and you and I are the G O, and we have to take <laughs> our shirts off. You got You have the G. I have the O, and then we got you know Funches is in the mix, Taylor's in the mix, and we get a couple more people. Are we doing the Go Lakers? Are you, are you in? Well, you you may have just described the one scenario where I would wear the T-shirt. Because I'm not taking my T-shirt off at a game. I'm not. I'm no, not no, going it's skins. Shirtless no, we're going skins. <laughs> nope. Then I. Then at that point, hey, why don't we just all wear yellow T-shirts? But that, that's the that's the antidote to that scenario. If there was a scenario like that that came up, I'd wear a sweater. I'd wear a sweater, and I'd make sure that the hood is on. I, I'm not. Ain't no one going skins. I'd at say we Staples do it next Center. next season at the Laker game. I'd say we yeah, do it. I can't. Too I have good. I have pregame show. Too good. Let's try another be phone call here. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. By the way, you can call and talk about whether or not you're a wear the T-shirt guy or not. I, I I have a feeling I'm not alone in this. That that is a small town operation. I'm right not there. kidding when I said, "How cool is this?" I was. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised <laughs> you didn't respond with, "Hey, you know what, Trav? You're right. That is kind of lame." Little did I know that yeah, you had just said to your girlfriend, "Boy, look at those fantastic." Coordinated Utah fans. And then I'm after in my I room going, look at these yokels. Then after these I saw rubes all dressed the same. After I saw your text, I was like, this is so stupid. What are they doing? <laughs> what a Irvine, bunch of- <laughs> Irvine, and Nick. Nick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Number one, great show. <laughs> Excuse me, caught me in between puffs here. You all right? Um, puffs, what show. are you smoking? Hold on, stop, stop. Jesus. What are we smoking? Uh, it's called Durban Poison. Okay. All right. Okay, All right. go ahead. All right, just got to so, leave that there. So yep. number, number, okay, great, great. I just love it. At this hour, it's great. You guys are great. All right, Thank you. two points. Number one, I was at the game where the Lakers beat um, Portland with the lob from Kobe to Shaq, mm. which was voted by the mm-hmm. TV station as the greatest moment in Laker Staples history. I was there. So was KCAL Channel 9. They gave away a yellow shirt. Okay, 20,000 people, standing room, people standing where they usually don't. Everyone in wearing the shirt. Okay, 20,000 people wearing the shirt. If you look in the, at the highlights of the lob, you will see it. And I, my dad and I went to that game, and he's no longer around, and I loved him so much, and he turned me on to the Lakers. He had a shirt, and I had a shirt, and both of those, are uh, family heirlooms now, okay? So don't give me this small-town stuff. I grew up my in man, Los Angeles. Nick. My man, Look, Nick, you know, you were, are, Nick, you were, you were scared me. Was he was dad. He was scaring me for a second there because I thought, Nick, what I thought you were setting up was you were – it was 19,999 <laughs> fans that had the shirt. All right, so you were, you were rocking the shirt. <laughs> I was rocking the shirt. My dad was rocking the shirt. Um, okay, now Utah. I've been to Utah once, okay? And as far as I'm concerned, like that's that going to be the huh? only time I ever go there. <laughs> um, all right. The Jazz, it, the, the Jazz, whoever's playing the Jazz is always my third favorite team during the regular season. Of course, the Celtics, whoever they're playing, is my second favorite smart team. Man. Yeah, but smart I'm not going to root against the, I'm not going to root against the Clippers. I cannot. It's, I cannot root for the Jazz, okay? So, But I'm not rooting for the Clippers. And, in fact, the Clippers are a joke. When they were – the Braves, they were a joke. When they were in San Diego, they were a joke. And especially in L.A. with what happened with their owner and everything and never winning a second-round title. So this, this – this, uh, 
would be a better joke if the Clippers lost. You know, so I'm rooting for the Clippers to lose, but not really because I really want them both to lose. You Nick, know? appreciate uh, appreciate right. you calling Thanks, in. Nick. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, look, that's a nice story about him and his dad, and I'm glad that they have an heirloom. I'm glad they had a moment, and that's wonderful. I'm really close to my dad too. I would love to have a moment like that with him. It would mean a lot. I'm not wearing the t-shirt. We'll just <laughs> we would be wearing different shirts. I, I can I I can almost guarantee you my dad would not put the shirt on either. I just by the different way, some, strokes for different. Some Nick said right there. This is kind of interesting. I wonder if there are Laker fans out there that are like this too, where no, they don't care if Clippers win, they win. Where they're okay with it. You know, you know, so much yeah. we we get. It, it's I don't know. Maybe it's people think they have to. You don't have to do anything if you want to root for the Clippers. You can root for the Clippers. You could be a Laker fan and still say, hey, there's an LA in front of the Clippers. I'm still rooting for the Clippers. I'm not obviously on that list, but I uh, I wonder if there are Laker fans out there that actually don't mind if the Clippers win. <laughs> Love the introduction. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. All right, you ready, Slee? Let's do it. All right, let's. This is this kind of goes back to one of our very first night shows, as a matter okay. of fact. By the way, check your tweets. Back. People are hilarious. What they're saying, <laughs> they're pretty you right good. Now. Yeah. We'll get to those as well. I like the one of me in the blue shirt in the middle of the Utah arena. That that would be my jam entirely. Um, hashtag Ask Slee. This is from Ryan. Does Slee know which state the Walsh family came from before moving to California? Hashtag Ask Slee. That is a nine hundred two one zero. Where did the Walshes move from before they settled in Beverly Hills? Uh, this is easy. This is uh, incredibly easy. I, I have such a so much knowledge in history on. Um, well, Brenda Walsh is your person. You right, Brenda's my Brenda's this. my girl. Still hasn't DM me back, but um, <laughs> I have no idea what state. <laughs> I have no idea what what state. M- Minnesota. The Brandon Walsh had the Twins jersey that Emily Valentine. You don't know the Minnesota Walshes. Turpentine in the Minnesota Walshes. They were big Vikings fans. Brandon wore the T-shirt. Let me let me let me clear up some stuff here. I played such a front, like I knew what I was talking about when it came to nine hundred two and zero. I didn't watch it that often. I oh, I think everybody knew that. I, yeah. <laughs> I think that was well established very early on. All right, here. Uh, this is from John. We and did say, says, by the way, when somebody asked me what posters I had up as a kid, I said Eldon Campbell, Vladdy Divock, and Brenda Walsh. <laughs> that would, by three. the way, be Those the greatest poster wall in the history of the time. <laughs> this is from John of Fullerton. Jay-Z or Nas? There is a right answer. answer. Hashtag Ask Slee. That's a really good question. Listen, Jay-Z legend will be, you know, obviously is one of the greatest to ever do it in hip-hop, but... I would lean more towards Nas than Jay-Z. I knew you were a Nas guy more than Jay-Z. Yeah, I would, the, I would is, lean more. To, look, I'm not even going to pretend that I, yeah. I know who both of these people are, but I don't have an opinion I, on I, this. I, what is the right answer? Um, yeah, I, don't think there's a, I don't think there's a wrong Taylor? answer, Funch. There's no wrong answer. There's really no wrong answer. I, I think Fullerton said otherwise. I, I think I like Nas more because... Doesn't it seem like Funch, he was always kind of the, you know, didn't really care about the big spotlight and yeah. a little bit more gritty, I guess you can call it. Jay-Z is Jay-Z. He's a great one, arguably the greatest to ever do in hip-hop, but I would go Nas first. All right, and one of my one. favorite albums, and Funches would know this, Nas and Damian Marley. That's one of the best, uh, best Damn, albums. Bomb. Eric Herrera writes, hashtag Ask Slee, when Slee jumps up to do the wave at a baseball game, <laughs> does he hold on to his helmet nachos or does he put them on the seat next to him? <laughs> first of all, I'm not a helmet nachos guy. I'm not going to get helmet nachos. Fun. There's a lot Write of things I'm going to get. I'm, I'm officially out of the show. June 9th at uh, what time is it? At 9:47 is when I quit. A lot of things I'm going to get. I don't need helmet nachos. We're good on the helmet nachos. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I don't get up. 
I don't stand up. I, I, I just okay. I'll do the lazy like, oh, absolutely. You guys in? Everybody's in? You know what I don't like about the wave? Mm. When they're trying to get it going and it's not going, stop pushing. <laughs> if people don't, if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. You can't keep trying the same thing thirty times. Let me explain to you why you're so wrong about helmet nachos. Very quickly, because helmet nachos are nachos that come in a helmet, and a helmet is pretty big. A helmet can hold a lot of nachos, which means more chips, more cheese, more meat. More jalapenos, they're more onions, yeah, whatever they're we're throwing in there. But plenty they, other, even if you don't, plenty of other items out there. More of them. More is always better when it comes to nachos. Here's a problem so. with helmet nachos. Let me tell you another problem with nachos, okay? This is nachos at any ballpark or Staples or whatever. Uh-huh. Bro, you get cheese in the top layer, and then the rest is just, I'm just having chips. Amen. The, and, Amen. And I chips second halfway, that. Halfway down, I'm just having chips. If, if now I need to go get a soda. Now I got to go. There's a lot of work that needs to get done. Not if you know what you're doing. If you take those first few chips and put them upside down and then kind of let it all run to the bottom and work your way from the bottom. What am I, up. tossing a salad? What, what, what are basically, we doing here? Yes, basically. We'll go to a game soon and I'll what, No, what they things. need to do is they got to put a layer of chips, then cheese, then a layer of chips, no, and then the cheese. That's the better way to do it, but you're not, I mean, we're talking about ballpark food. You're going to have to make some compromise. Not getting up on the wave. Not getting up on the wave. Let's keep going. <laughs> all right, let's go to this next one here. Uh, a cooler thing to have. This is from TFP. It says... Okay. Would you rather have your own baseball card or a sandwich named after you? Hashtag Ask Slee. Definitely a baseball card. Yeah. Definitely a baseball card. I think so. There's too many people who have done nothing in life that have a sandwich named after them. A freaking (laughs) baseball card? Are you kidding me? Whoa. Hold on. Now now I feel like we're getting personal. <laughs> I have never had a baseball card of myself, which is, a, is a, too bad because that would be awesome. And the baseball card is the right answer. But when I worked at a previous station, we went and did a week of shows from Las Vegas at the um, Palazzo Resort. It was great, fun. They have this really cool sports bar there. and they named Palazzo is amazing. It's a beautiful it's place. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they named a sandwich after me in the sports bar. And you know those little menu cards that come in the little plastic thing in the middle of the table, yep. right? Like the specials. I went around and I stole them off of every table just because I wanted to hand them out. What to was the in your table. sandwich? It was a like a turkey bacon. Club it was the ends of bread. Ends of bread. <laughs> that was like that's what it was known for. It was everybody knew it as the ends of bread. Okay. It was turkey, bacon, avocado, tomato. It had this really good like aioli on it, and it had seasoned curly fries. It was a pretty good meal. It was the Travis Let me tell you something. West Coast special something or other. Let me tell you something. If there's a deli out there in L.A. that decided, you know what, let's uh, name a sandwich after uh, Sliwa, I'm telling you it would be the worst-selling sandwich. Business <laughs> would just decline. Give me a baseball card. Well, well, after your take on nachos, I think that we can all agree that that's not Got to layer up the nachos, layer. okay? Layer up the nachos. This is from LSU Lala. Hashtag Ask Slee. Which reality star would Slee least like to sit next to at an NBA game? That's mm. a good question. Okay. The person you would least like to sit next to, reality TV division, at an NBA game. You know what show just angered me? Jersey Shore. It just Snooki? angered me. Snooki? I don't – any of them. I no, Mike, other Mike, than Snooki. Mike the Situation. <laughs> Oh, the situation. I do remember the situation. Yeah, The dude's name was Mike the Situation. I think if there's one person, I mean, this is just off the top of my head here. I'm sure I could come up with much better ones than that, but I'm going to go with Mike the Situation. So what are these guys uh, doing? (laughs) I (laughs) know. 
it, it, we were, by the way, this this goes back to what we were saying. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the uh, Mayweather and the uh, Logan Paul. The trash which, TV stuff. Which, which, by the way, the greatest thing I ever heard a couple of days ago, I'm doing Lakers talk, and there's a promo of us talking about that, and it's you saying Paul Logan the whole time. And I don't know if Burrell is caught that you were saying it backwards. <laughs> eh, just the best. Just the best. Uh, but we were, t- we were talking about it. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Jersey Shore. Everybody watched him. Like, why are we get? Why are we funding these people? I'm on Radio Row at the Super Bowl one year when Jersey Shore is at its peak, and in on Radio Row, it, it's just a, a who's who of sure. NFL celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, there's Joe Montana, there's John Elway, there's Jeez. Troy Aikman. It's just one one guy after the next, right? And the whole place went nuts <laughs> when the situation walked in. Like, I can't no, do no, it. I can't do it. No one I can't cared do it. that. Oh wait, wait a second. Is that is, is that John Elway? Yeah, that's John Elway. Is wait, that's Joe Montana, right? Was everyone yeah, trying to get him oh on the shows? Oh my god! It's the situation. The situation <laughs> oh is here. That's Mike. Gosh. The situation from Jersey. It was ridiculous. Was everyone hey. trying to get him on his shows? <laughs> yes. It hey, was Elway. A stampede to get to the guy. Elway, uh, can you grab a water for uh, the situation? <laughs> Just grab a. There's an Aquafita over there. Grab a quick Aquafita. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Ooh, this is a good one. This is from. By the way, Earth. is it just me? Did you see this yesterday? I was watching Inside the NBA. Francis in Glendale. Yeah. Who tweets us a, a lot? Yeah, he's on. Dude it all got. The time. Dude got on, NBA on TV. Oh, you he's, you saw he's that? On, he's on it almost every week. My man, this I, dude I, I can't was... tell you this enough. So Francis and I have known each. We've had a cyber relationship for ten years. He is remarkably clever when it comes to getting mm-hmm. on things like that. He is. He's fantastic at it. Okay. Um, you, you might recognize this name. This is our next Ask Slee. This comes from Mark Cates. If it hasn't been covered yet, <laughs> hashtag Ask Slee, how he eats an apple. Uh, the world good. needs to be aware of this. this. Is, is there a certain way you eat an apple that this is, is good. unusual? <laughs> okay. Let me give a little background. <laughs> give a little background of the story here, okay? So Cates is on the business side. I was on the business side for 10 years at 710, right? And was mm-hmm. still doing some radio stuff. Now it's just the radio stuff. So I got a lot of history with Mark in the cubicle area back in the days. You guys used to sit right across from each other. Sit right across from each other. I've been known to take down a full apple. I've been known to just, just take down a full apple. Yeah, just at, Oh, you're okay with it? Oh, 100%. Oh, I, uh, I thought, Trav... I thought you were going to demolish me. Like, what is wrong with you? You can't have the seeds. You can't have this. Uh, listen, I, I grew up uh, in a household where it wasn't what, frowned what upon. What planet are you guys from eating the core? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. You're going to bite through a seed every once in a while. Jeff's got my back here. Bitter. He's the got my back bitter, here. But that's fine. You get a couple extra bites of apple if you eat the core. And really, what are we looking for? Is it, is it worth it? Extra bite. Yeah. It's two more bites of an apple. Who doesn't want that? That little thing at the oh, bottom. Oh, this that is hilarious thing, it looks to like, me. Um, like paper. That little, the, the not the core, not the stem. That's I know what you're talking about. The, the, the little opposite paper side. thing at the bottom. Yeah. that's not super delicious, but it, it, it's worth it. It's two, three extra bites of an apple. Let's keep going. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I see you're. See, I, I got your back. When you get it right, Slee, I'm going to say that you uh, got it right. That's so funny. Out of all the things, you're like, yeah, well, it, just take the whole apple. You eat the core, right? You eat the core. <laughs> I like that. That's your one that we agree on. One more quick one here, uh, Capitano Matt. <laughs> Hashtag Ashley, how do you ruin your steak? A one or Heinz fifty seven? <laughs> so Me, people did not like my medium plus. They did not like my medium plus. They were offended on a variety of levels. Uh, I don't put any. I don't put no sauce. No sauce. I love. Uh, I love a steak. Just if it's got uh, enough of its flavors on its own, I'm good to go. I don't need any steak. Isn't MT the guy that puts ketchup on his steak? 
Yeah, I think, that's I, I think a lot of people too. do that. I, I don't understand that one. Too. Yeah, well, you're all wrong. All right. We have an MVP in the NBA, and it couldn't be wrong for more reasons. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.